1: Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and this series is in cooperation with CINDA. And CINDA brings you thought leaders and business stories from all over the world. Now, you can learn more about CINDA under www.cinda.org. But we don't only bring you thought leaders from all over the world. We also have listeners from all over the world. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening from today and if you're new to the series let me tell you what the series is about leadership beyond borders is about the impact globalization digital transition and the connected world is having on our organizations and what the impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we've talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence, digital transitions, and data protection regulations, to leadership issues such as gender balance and business values and ethics that may impact your organization or your individual career. So please listen to us live every Tuesday, 3 p.m. And if you miss us live, don't worry about it because we are on every major podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, we're out there on the net every place. So you can listen to us to get great advice, leadership success stories that you can learn from, stories that can motivate, stimulate new ideas, and possibly even help propel your career. So if you have anything that you want to hear on the show, please connect to me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Let me know what you want to hear about. So if you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one, regardless if your business is international or local, make sure you join us each week and we'll make sure you take away something useful, either your business or yourself. And on to what we're going to talk about today. You know, we're still not exactly back into the norm and we probably will never be and when covid 19 struck it forced societal changes around the world i mean we all know overnight governments issued orders that limited gatherings restricted in-person meetings encouraged people to work from home the result was that businesses began to look for ways to continue their operations remotely and we were kind of fast-forwarded into the world that was almost entirely digital. Now, prior to the pandemic, businesses' digital footprints were becoming increasingly larger. But when the pandemic hit, businesses were seeking technology and helpful means of engaging with customers. But the spread of the novel virus shut down a lot of foot traffic and accelerated digital operations it forced companies to look into creative digital solutions so that organizations could continue to function remotely and continue to serve their client base. And today we're going to do a talk with a company that was in the heart of this change and is in the heart of this change. And we're talking with today Danny Henn, and he is the Senior Vice President Global Sales at Wix, where he manages Wix strategic sales to some of the world-leading organizations in telco, Yellow Pages, hosting, financial services, governments, and more. Danny is an expert in digital. He has been helping Wix make the next step in its growth story by striking strategic business-to-business deals. Prior to Wix, Danny was the vice president of sales in Camelio, a business-to-business and business consumer provider of all-in-one presence and digital marketing solutions for resellers that serve small and medium businesses. During his six terms there, he played a key role in growing it from a small startup to a successful player in the field, and a strategic tier one account company with striking relationships with Google, as well as other players to be successful. Before, Danny was VP at Sales and Marketing for Pernasize, a SaaS provider of personalized solutions and the director of sales in a Nasdaq-traded company's RadView Software and Magic Software. So, Danny, welcome to the show in your new role at Wix.
2: Thank you very much, Kimberly. Happy to be here. Thank you.
1: So, I mean, Wix is, the name's familiar, okay? Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. when some people say it, they say, you know, oh, I've heard that company. But sometimes people can't really place it. Could you tell us a little bit about Wix?
2: Sure. Uh, And and yes, we get that a lot. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people know Wix, but they think, oh, this is the website builder, and, and, and that's it. And actually, Wix today is quite a bit more. So Wix today is... Five thousand five hundred people you know NASDAQ traded, generating around a billion dollar in revenue a year, uh, more than two hundred million users all over the world with millions adding each month. so quite a healthy company and around half of our uh, focus and, and team is really on product. so we see ourselves mainly as a product company that is driving SMB digitalization at a very large scale. Uh, with a very robust product to, to millions of uh, businesses out there. So that's a little bit about Wix.
1: Mm-hmm. And and you said it's, you know, your focus on product. And yeah, you know, Wix is also known as a thought leader. So that's, you know, innovative technology and not just a website builder. What else do they do? I mean, we think about websites, but, you know, what kind of products?
2: So Wix started in 2006 really with the idea that every business should have an easy, intuitive way to get online. And that vision is still with us today, but with the massive success and scale, we have uh, added into our offering more than just the ability to get online, which is very important, but it's not enough. As businesses grow, they need to do e-commerce. So we are among the leading e-commerce providers globally today. People... Don't necessarily know that, but we are right there at the top. And on on top of that, businesses need marketing capabilities, engagement capabilities, CRM, and so on. And we provide that to them as well. So we have three main pillars of our offering conceptually, which is presence, getting online, building your website, e-commerce, and and uh, and being able to transact. We also have that. In vertical solutions like restaurants and hotels and fitness, where we have dedicated a team for those those verticals. And then the third pillar is really the marketing automation and making sure that the business can engage and grow with their customers, not just uh, get online. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So why, I wanted we're going to come back to those three pillars to learn a little bit more about them. But but as a thought leader, a, a question to you, Danny, and and you've been in the digital space quite a lot. You know what kind of changes did you see from the small and businesses um, now after the pandemic and actually when the pandemic happened? What kind of changes did you see?
2: So really, SMBs the the big change they can no longer could no longer rely on their physical storefront, right? Main street virtually everywhere at some point was closed. And that really forced them and their customers online. And it meant that everything needed to be needed to be reorchestrated how you are discovered, which is no longer by foot traffic or by someone coming coming to the mall where you operate how you are being engaged, how you're being booked or ordered. So everything in that experience, as you said, rightfully so, uh, Kimberly, in your introduction has really went digital on steroids. And Mm -hmm. for a long time, that has been the only medium that small businesses had to fight back at the face of the pandemic and being in lockdowns and being away from their customers. Uh, so, so that was the pivotal change that then propelled a lot of other uh, changes between SMBs and their consumers.
1: Mm-hmm. And do you think this change, because uh, do you think it was SMBs rediscovering online? or do you think it was actually discovering online? Because if you look pre-pandemic, did the numbers change on SMBs and how many actually had online presence?
2: So the answer is yes. I mean, as you said, online has been with us for decades, right? It, it didn't start in 2020, in early 2020 when the pandemic started to hit uh, uh, the world. So there was a digitalization curve that if you look at it and you zoom out since the early 90s, it kind of grew steadily, right? At a a normal linear pace, year over year and the share of wallet of uh, digital transactions versus physical grew steadily um, as did other metrics of the online world. But come that um, uh, period of the pandemic, we really saw that linear change becoming almost a hockey stick growth, right? Mm -hmm. Um, really taking to the sky. And then for us in Wix, when we look at our statistics and, wh- and the impact that it had on our business, then we see a really dramatic uh, spike as well. Uh, for example, we've seen 126% year-over-year growth in our GPV, meaning in, a, in the gross product value that we saw transacting on Wix. And that tr- wow. triple-digit growth is something we haven't really experienced before in that magnitude overnight. Um, we also see uh, that a lot of businesses that were still reluctant to go online really forced to go online. So they they came to Wix in, in large numbers. And the ones that were in Wix and they were already starting their digitalization journey, they continued it by maybe adding e-commerce or business verticals doing marketing activities with Wix. So overall, we saw users and usage within Wix really explode.
1: Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, the 126%, that's that's a large number. And with these small businesses, and I want to come to consumers in a minute, but on, on the small businesses that are coming to you, you know, how many were just trying to get presents? I mean, do you have a handle on, like, you know, there, how many were just really weren't online before and then all of a sudden got thrown online? And how was a company like Wix able to help them? Because, you know, I think of the mom-and-pop store that, you know, is still doing stuff in cash, and old cash register, Maybe you know, uh, they wouldn't know anything about it. How did you guys help these S&Bs get online?
2: Right. That that brings us to the point of uh, also the Wix Channels organization that we haven't really uh, discussed yet. Wix Channels' goal is to really work with the big players, Uh, a lot of time enterprises like uh, telecommunications providers and companies that have a large uh, access to small businesses. And we really leveraged uh, those partnerships in order to offer digitalization at large scale, so a lot of times the businesses would come directly to Wix or someone like Wix in order to start their digitalization. But then we saw other players also uh, joining into this uh, mix. And for the first time you see traditional companies starting to help SMBs digitalize themselves. And it, at that at that point, we have done uh, quite a lot of corporations uh, with companies, in order to extend the week 's product via channel partners into millions and millions of uh, small businesses around the globe
1: mm-hmm. and, and that makes a lot of sense to me because you know maybe the s and bs that were somewhat digital digitally savvy could come to you directly on your build your own, but then the other ones really need somebody to to help hold their hand and partnering with the people. You know, the companies that do have feet on the street, whether they're telcos or or agencies or whatever, makes a lot of sense to reach those customers. Um, Danny, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, I, I want to... I want to talk a little bit about the consumer and what kind of consumer changes you've seen before we go back and talk into, you know, how that's affecting the pillars that you have in Wix. And for our listeners, we are talking with Danny Hen, and he is the Senior Vice President Global Sales at Wix, where he manages Wix's strategic sales to some of the world's leading organizations in hosting, telco, financial services, government, and more. Um, He's helping Wix with this channel approach and helping Wix with their growth story by striking strategic business-to-business deals. Um, Danny has a long digital background, is senior management in many companies. And if you want to reach out to Danny, You can reach out to Danny on LinkedIn under Danny Hen. And if you'd like to learn more about Wix, you can go to www.wix.com. You can also find Wix on LinkedIn. Wix, of course, is on Facebook and Twitter. So reach out to Wix via those channels. And this broadcast is also being brought to you by Cinda, and Cinda is one of Europe's largest and fastest growing nonprofit digital associations, offering vi- virtual trainings, conferences, market research, legislative white papers, focus on digital, and they also have conferences and they will be holding a conference in Berlin next week, October 10th to 13th where Wix is going to be presenting and is a major partner with Cinda in the digital world in Europe. So with that we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back.
0: out what's happening on the voice america talk radio network by keeping up with us on twitter you can find us at voice america trn you are listening to leadership beyond borders do you have a question or comment about our show please send an email to leadership beyond borders at gmail.com again that's leadership beyond borders at gmail.com now back to this week's program Welcome back
1: to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's business channel and today we are talking with Danny Henn. and Danny is a senior vice president global sales at Wix and he manages Wix's strategic sales to some of the world's leading organizations helping Wix make the next step in growth by striking B2B deals and partnerships uh, with companies around the world so Danny, um, you know, we we learned a little bit about what happened and we were kind of talking about we've talked a lot about, you know, what happened after the pandemic and this kind of like, um, you know, digital transition on steroids here. Okay, And yes. um, and yeah, so but it wasn't it wasn't. You know, it, it wasn't just about the SMBs trying to catch up and and do the digital. The consumers start to change their behavior. So, what did what did you see at Wix on consumer consumer behavior in you know middle 2020 to now 2021? Right. So this is a this
2: is a very good question because we're a lot of times as um, companies focusing on B two B and and SMBs. Uh, you know, we care about the business owner, we care about their needs and how they will be discovered, engaged, booked, uh, transacted with. But at the end of the day, it is consumers that are driving all of that demand, right? And uh, and they're at the other side of that website or the other side of that digital activity. And just as businesses face the uh, a dire situation where main street was closed and the physical store was closed. So did business. So did the consumers, sorry. Um, And we all remember it, right? We couldn't go and get our uh, hair done. We couldn't go and, uh, and get our, uh, for extended periods of time. And then we couldn't get to our favorite cafe or to our favorite pizza place or restaurant. So we also as consumers after maybe consumers, after the initial shock, we, we went online as the only resort to engage with businesses and to find them. And when we look at our statistics in Wix and we look at uh, the impact that COVID had also on the consumer side, we see spike in uh, web traffic. We see spike in, uh, in consumers searching for information. And we also saw that on our own uh, ecosystem and, uh, and the network of, uh, of websites. And um, and it's it's funny we, we look at it this at this uh, period as maybe you know a difficult situation, but actually it is also a big opportunity for small businesses because yeah. then when consumers go online, they have a better shot sometimes in engaging with uh, with businesses. They have a better sh- with consumers. They have a better shot in being discovered. And they have, if they if they have taken care of their digital presence, their um, end-to-end digital experience that they're giving into their consumers, then they really will be winning quite a lot. So, just one statistic that I find uh, very interesting is that nearly half, or more accurately, 44% of consumers tried new brands. That's an amazing mm-hmm. number. So as they went online, they experimented with with new providers or new uh, e-com companies. This is an amazing opportunity for Main Street, right, to capture demand that is just being now funneled into this world of digital instead of the world of the physical. So 44% of consumers tried new brands, and then we saw a lot of our businesses benefiting from that and growing faster in digital than they did in the previous years. Another uh, interesting statistics is that 43% of shoppers now feel more positive about shopping online. So the consumer has also shifted. The consumer has made a leap. Both the ones that were already online, like most of us probably listening into this podcast, were already online, we're used to buying, maybe at Amazon, maybe at our favorite uh, e-commerce uh, uh, store in our own city. But now those users are doubling down. They're really going hard on uh, digital and even buying more and from more uh, providers. And also people are now that were not really on the online a wagon are now starting to discover the ease, the benefits of shopping online, doing it from the comfort of your home, you know, having the ability to have a provider with, uh, that is offer them uh, curbside uh, deliveries. And all of these different crazy notions of uh, contactless uh, delivery started to really emerge. And consumers were looking for that and they were looking for the the pizza place or the retailer that will give them that online experience um, uh, that will replace the physical experience that they were, uh, uh, you know, used to uh, having. Yeah. And and another statistics that I think is interesting is that consumers expect to spend 51% uh, shopping online post uh, the COVID world. Let's say in our today's economy. So we have seen a shift in consumer behavior. We have seen them go into digital in terms of transactions and uh, activity, but we are also seeing that they are saying that they're here to stay. Mm-hmm. Meaning the world in, uh, in going forward is probably going to continue on that thread, mm-hmm. making again the online activity even more critical to any business going forward than it was before consumers were really rediscovering and enhancing their digital activities
1: mm-hmm. actually, when you said that, I, you know of course, you know some of us like us who you know were online before and and did a lot of shopping, but I had to laugh when I heard you say that because I um, was thinking about my eighty six year old mother who uh, last time I went to visit her. And uh, I was going to go to the grocery store and get something. I said, oh, no, don't do that. Just do it online. Okay. <laughs> you know, she has a new computer. Okay. It's like, whoa. Okay. know <laughs> that's funny. But I mean, so, I mean, so you're right. You know, we sometimes forget about the consumers and how they're driving this behavior. And I think it's really important to do that. But as this behavior is driving Danny forward, okay, what? You know, uh, companies like yourself with Wix, with your three pillars, you know, you're going to have to – there's going to have to be kind of an uptick in adoption, okay, Um, you know, to to keep us there, okay, to keep us with a a certain brand. If we're switching brands, we want to get that stickiness with the brand. Um, What kind of – adoption techniques um, or technology are you seeing, you know, across businesses to, to bring that consumer to them? Right.
2: So um, as, as consumers are getting used to buying online rather than going into their uh, retail store or, or uh, buying uh, locally, so does th- their expectations. They want ease of use, you know, they want to punch in the order just once and for that retailer or for that business to to save their preferences for the next time they need to order that uh, product. So we are seeing the expectations of the consumers become higher from uh, businesses, not just allow me to buy, but allow me to have ease of use. One thing that uh, we've seen growing very rapidly is subscriptions. Mm-hmm. So if I'm already wor- buying from you a merchant I expe- I expect you if this is a recurring uh, type of uh, uh, service uh, and product that you're giving me then uh, I I um, I expect to have the ability to have a subscription and then I can I can change my order maybe here and there and I can adjust it but I want to save time I want ease of use so we see subscriptions that are growing trend in e-commerce, really providing retailers with a smart way to build reliable, consistent revenue and improve customer lifetime value with repeat purchases. So retailers, big and small, and businesses that were sharp enough to to understand that really cultivated uh, relationships, not just a one-time purchase with their customers. And that's very, very important. Mm -hmm. Similarly, with loyalty programs... We're all familiar with the buy nine, nine cup of coffee, get one (laughs) free from our uh, (laughs) local uh, Starbucks competitor that is the mom and pop uh, coffee shop uh, and similar type of businesses. When there is no physical interaction and maybe a a physical punch uh, uh, loyalty program, then you need to bring that online. We as Wix have a lot of responsibility and, and still do in this in the face of this pandemic, to give these type of functionalities and tools to businesses so they can extend it to customers and consumers that are looking for it, so we see we've seen loyalty programs also increase and um, businesses really working hard in order to create those loyalty programs and um, our analysis in wix uh, stores have uh, revealed that those with loyalty program have an average of 214 higher revenue than stores without a loyalty program. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, And that is from one side, when we look about it in Wix functionality, but on the other side, between the consumer and the business, this is really an expectation um, that is driving repeated business and uh, driving loyalty into that business. Uh, another thing that we have seen is social proof. Mm-hmm. 84% of consumers purchasing decisions are influenced by recommendations from someone either they know or from someone that they uh, you know from reviews that they're getting online. Meaning because everything is shut down and I I'm now engaging with more businesses that I didn't know before. I need yep. to have some way of gauging if that business is credible, if that business is worth my, my uh, purchase, if I'll be secure, if I'll get my package or my service from this, from this business. And businesses that were smart enough in order to, in their digital journey of, uh, of their consumers, have reviews and have trust uh, built up, were capitalizing heavily on that. Uh, The statistics tells us that the average consumer reads about 10 reviews before um, feeling able to trust the business. That's very, very important uh, for businesses that don't really rely or encourage reviews uh, from their existing customers. And 31% more money with businesses is spent that uh, have excellent online reviews. So we're really seeing here that the businesses that take online seriously, not just being there and having a contact us form, not just being there and having a product catalog with a transaction capability, but also thinking about that first-time visitor that doesn't know them, they're not part of their loyalty program anymore, how to make them trust, transact, and become a customer and then a repeated customer. Those businesses that, that really understand that journey um, we're seeing them uh, succeed online and we're seeing consumers adopt those behaviors uh, as they're going and uh, and transacting with new businesses on a daily basis
1: yeah you know when you when you're talking about this all makes sense and then we're talking about the customer loyalty um i was thinking um uh, there's a a bio food store that I get things delivered from, and every time I I order something, they're always giving me like a free, um, like water tumbler or something like that. Okay, you know I, I have like twenty of them in my kitchen, but um, you know, but but my question, uh, you know, aside from that that little story. Is this is technology also? This is a combination of marketing and t- technology. So you're offering e-commerce platform. Um, you know you're going to have to you know help the SMBs you know understand how to put ri- ratings and reviews into their platform, understand how you can build in like point systems for purchasing, and is that technology all part of you know this the solutions in e-commerce?
2: Yes, that is uh, that is a, a, an inherent part of that third pillar that I was uh, mentioning. Mm-hmm. So um, in Wix, we would like to think of ourselves as the place where everyone goes to when they start their business, right? They get their uh, company name, they get their maybe domain, and then they, they need a website. And they may start small, just uh, an informative website, for a lot of businesses, but then they grow, then they they have more and more needs, and uh, what we really like about Wix is that we can be the the home for those just getting started, but also for the ones that are making millions of dollars each month in sales. So we have a functionality that we have created that is our own proprietary offering across micro businesses needs and also. Uh, medium businesses needs, I would say, Uh, you know, being able to have very robust Mm e-coms, being able to have very, very rich functionalities when it comes to their um, transactions online and engagement with customers. So, yeah, we we take a lot of focus on that. We're still not forgetting the small business that just wants to get online. That has always been our Uh, you know, strong desire to be that place to help them, even if they don't have any design uh, capabilities to Mm -hmm. get online and create a beautiful, engaging and working website. But we fully focus today on businesses that want to scale, on businesses that want more and more tools and more and more functionality in order to cater for advanced uh, customer needs not yeah. just the the micro business the micro, the micro yeah.
1: so. and 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 I think that's that that's good we're going to take a short break and and I I think with your focus on that and and I don't know if you call medium or are you calling, you know medium uh, businesses or enterprises you know what I I'd, I'd like to talk about what we can learn from what those those you know, the market segments are doing, and also how channel partners can help with that, okay? Mm-hmm. And help you know teach the lessons to the SMBs from watching what the larger businesses and the enterprise uh, enterprise age businesses are doing. So we're gonna take a break, and we'll talk about that when we get back. And we're talking with Danny Henn, and he is the Senior Vice President of Global Sales at Wix, where he manages Wix's strategic sales to some of the world's leading organizations, helping Wix make the next step in growth um, by making strategic B2B deals. So you can reach Danny uh LinkedIn under Danny Henn. And if you'd like to learn more about Wix, uh certainly go to Wix.com and of course Wix is is all over the net on LinkedIn, on Facebook and on Twitter under Wix. And this show is also brought to you, CINDA, and CINDA is one of European's largest nonprofit digital associations, uh, fastest growing one also, holding virtual trainings, conferences, market research, legislative white papers, focused on digital. So please go to www.cinda.org for more information. And Cinda will be holding a conference in Berlin next week, uh, which is currently sold out. And one of our great speakers will be Danny and Wix as a partner there. And uh, Cinda is very much looking forward to welcoming to their 350 guests for the first time live since the pandemic. So if you want to learn more about Wix, the future events at Cinda, go to www.cinda.org. And for Wix, go to www.wix.com. And with that, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right
0: back. out what's happening on the voice america talk radio network by keeping up with us on twitter you can find us at voice america trn you are listening to leadership beyond borders do you have a question or comment about our show please send an email to leadership beyond borders at gmail.com again that's leadership beyond borders at gmail.com now back to this week's program
1: Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's business channel. And today we're we're talking about the new digital world that we all live in, as you know, how we navigate this as consumers, how small businesses are are navigating it, and um also what enterprises and larger businesses are doing. And we're talking with Danny Hen, and he is a senior vice president of global sales at Wix, where he manages Wix's strategic sales to some of the world's leading organizations and helping Wix to grow, take the next step in growth by strategically working with B2B deals. And Danny, before the break, um you said something really interesting about you know focusing on 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 uh, businesses that want to scale and i i assume that's medium businesses and maybe some enterprises so you know how can we look at these businesses and how can these enterprises or larger businesses act as kind of trusted guides to smbs and kind of setting the pace on what's next right
2: um so We in Wix channels were really designed to work with uh, enterprises and and that is, uh, we were created really in an interesting interesting time because Wix started being really laser focused on small business for many years, not really working with uh, enterprises in order to go to market together to small businesses. We've built our own brand, we've built our own product. We invested uh, billions of dollars uh, in both over the years, from uh, Super Bowl ads to to tactical activities that we have done, and and in early 2020, we really established uh, Wix Channels as uh, as an enterprise way for Wix to do cooperations with uh, with larger companies that have an interest in uh, in SMBs. And in retrospect, that was really the perfect time to do that because. Today we are, even without weeks, when we're going online or when we're watching TV, we're seeing a lot of enterprises that are speaking about digitalization, that have access to small businesses and want to help them get online, want to help them succeed, want to help them, you know, bridge the challenges that uh, the pandemic has uh, has brought on upon them, and uh, those are enterprises from many different. Uh, segments of the, the economy it could be telecommunications providers it could be bank and financial institutes you know it could be even government as, a, as an enterprise that is pushing uh, digitalization so the role that really enterprises have taken is to be a trusted partner so if I'm already with AT&T and I'm a small business and I'm getting my connectivity and my core services with AT&T or with Vodafone in Europe or with uh, With Telstra in Australia, I also want to be able maybe to get from them additional value-add services that I need as a small business, and I trust them to give it to me. So we have seen an uptake in enterprises that have large SMB uh, customer bases really go digital, not only go digital themselves, meaning digitalize their engagement with their customers, B2C and B2B offering more digital uh, touch points, digitalizing interactions, and so on, but also taking the extra step of becoming a trusted advisor. And a lot of time that meant going into Wix, discussing with me, my team, and my, my colleagues in uh, in Wix channels and saying basically, Wix, you're the experts in uh, digitalization of small businesses. You have that product. You have familiarity with Businesses in terms of your brand, let's go together to the market and let's offer Wix together. And and we have seen a huge spike in those type of discussions that have actually have not stopped and continue until this uh, this day. Um, so we have seen them really take a step. They were a lot of them were really not in the business of digitalizing their small businesses when it comes to their presence and marketing and ecom. And a lot of them are are taking an active stand and saying, I want to help my my customer base. Either do it as a benefit, do it as a revenue source, uh, you know, in different ways and in different shapes, depending on the region and the type of enterprise. But we really see them in much larger numbers than before, become a, a force of digitalization for the small businesses and a trusted advisor. That SMBs already have relationship with, and they can take an additional critical service from that uh, enterprise uh, provider. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense, and it's and it's it's kind of a logical step that maybe wasn't thought of before. Because if you think about a bank, for example, you know they're giving small business loans, um, you know they could help with payments, but now they want to ensure that that small business that they're giving a loan to is going to be successful so why not help support them in their digital presence mm-hmm. so it it makes a lot of sense that these enterprises that we may have not thought in the past as providing smb services and digital are doing that and my question is so what kind of strategies can these enterprises leverage to 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 you you know to help smbs you know Adapt to the new world um um and may, what kind of st- strategies can they give them or what kind of strategies can they help empower them with and make help them succeed
2: right so so you mentioned banks and banks and fintechs is is really interesting because what we're seeing for example is a trend. Um, For example, the the concept of lending, right, and giving loans to small businesses. So you as a lender, you want to give loans to thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of small businesses. But in the time of pandemic, you're also a little worried, maybe. What about those businesses? Are they able to cope with the new reality? Mm. So what we are seeing and how can I as a financial institute that is spending billions in giving working capital and loans – in in this segment, for example, how can I take an extra step and not just give them money, but also give them the tools to take this money and succeed with it. And therefore, of course, helping that enterprise in terms of uh, having less uh, default on the loans and and having more healthy uh, customer base. So what we've seen in this example, for example, is we've seen financial institutes and lenders Giving loans but also giving digital packages to their small businesses subsidizing uh-huh. sometimes their digital activity we are doing a numer- numerous activities all over the world with with the, such players that basically give the small business not only the money via that financial institute but also wix sometimes even a service a diFM service as we call it in the industry meaning do it for me so that That financial institute is telling their uh, customers, take this money, but also take Wix and take some kind of a service on top of Wix via a Wix channel partner or a Wix partner. And that, for me, as a financial institute, is kind of insurance that my money is going to be well spent and that business is going to spend some of it in order to grow online and cope with the new reality where increasing their uh, storefront uh, size doesn't really make an influ- uh, any influence in the bottom line of that business. So, so we've seen in different verticals, enterprises adopting digital as a core component of servicing their small business customers, helping them to get an e-com, helping them with discoverability, maybe with SEO. So those businesses that until now were kind of take the money and run are now very invested in the digitalization of, of those uh, of those businesses. Mm-hmm. Similarly with the telcos that until now, now were mainly focused on the you know connectivity and the core and, and triple play and quadruple play and, and these type of things. Now they understand that for their B2B segment and more so for their SMB segment, they need to give them tools in order to to win and in order to keep their business and keep their employees, and keep their subscription with the with the um, with the different services that those uh, telcos uh, provide. Um, so, so we're we're seeing those enterprises become trusted advisors. We're seeing those enterprises take an active stand, adopt service into their offering, adopt uh, the Wix product and other products that help. To digitalize small businesses into their offering Um, and we're also seeing a lot of verticalization right Mm -hmm. for example if i'm now an enterprise and i am focusing on a certain vertical then it's easy for me to give the players in that vertical maybe more pinpointed digital assistance in how to engage with customers in how to acquire customers So we're seeing also in the verticalization that Wix support like restaurants and hotels and and fitness and so on, that enterprises across those uh, verticals are coming to Wix and really offering um, a full solution for them with whatever service or product that they're used to giving to those businesses in that vertical with a vertical specialized marketing presence, Ecom solution that is uh coming from Wix. In this case, this is what we we are seeing.
1: Yeah, and I mean that that's really quite interesting because you, you know I, you're right. You think about telcos focusing on the connection, and you think about banks focusing on the money, and this this whole transition is changing thing, um, and and everything's changing, Danny. So I just you know as we get towards the end of the show. Um, What do you think are like the most two most important things um, for you know our listeners out there to be aware of in this entire digital transition that we're going through?
2: So I think the first thing is really understanding that we are, even though we are already a year and a half into this pandemic uh, and even more. Um, we're just getting started right Uh, there are the new norms that we have discussed in the beginning of this uh, discussion um, where businesses need to go into digital and smbs and and consumers you know are increasing their digitalization activities in terms of their purchases Um, but we're still for a lot of businesses that think of this as a binary activity, we're just getting started. So businesses need to adopt really a, a strategy of how they succeed online. And I think we touched about on that in, in several points in this yes. uh, call today, from getting discovered to having loyalty programs, to having subscription-based activities, to taking care of your social media presence, taking care of your reviews. Right really succeeding online is not just a one-time activity it mm-hmm. is a journey it is yes. something that is here to stay and just like when we were in our physical stores the one of the listeners that are maybe business owners and SMBs and we constantly thought about improving the experience for that physical visitor we really need to do that with the digital visitors. Yeah. So uh, it, it is a journey. I would say that's the, the, the first thing that we need to to understand. And, and the second thing is we need to listen to our consumers if we're business mm-hmm. owners. We need to listen to them. We need to see what their, what their needs are. We need to um, see what they are buying, what they're not buying from us, how they're engaging. Maybe they prefer, you know, engagement that is via chat. So we need to activate that. We need to try different things, engage the results, and then drive from that our activities, right? Yeah. It's not just yeah. getting online and getting an e-commerce store and then expecting something to happen. We really need to be proactive. Learn from what the customers are telling us and really uh, make this into, um, I would say, uh, an engagement between the SMB and the consumer, and not yeah. just think that if we build it, everything is gonna be lost. We, love, okay. we <laughs> love We love the technology, but someone needs yeah. to pay attention to the signals yeah. and then really yeah. succeed with yeah. the product. Yeah.
1: Really great closing words. Um, it's a journey, it's not over yet. Actually, it's just beginning. And during this journey, listen to your customers. Great, great advice, Danny. And thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. It's been really, yeah, it's been very insightful. And for our listeners, we've been talking to Danny Henn, and Danny is the Senior Vice President, Global Sales at Wix. He manages Wix strategic sales to some of the world's large organizations, and he's given us quite some great insight into what has happened and what will happen and where we're going to go from here uh, in this digital world. So again, Danny, thank you so much for this. Um, It's been great talking to you today. (laughs) And we can also reach out to Danny on Wix.com. Wix is all over the net, of course, and Danny is on LinkedIn. So please do reach out to Danny And this show has also been brought to you, Cinda. And you can learn about Cinda on www.cinda.org. And Danny and his team will be speaking at the Cinda Conference in Berlin next week, October 10th to 13th. Looking forward to some new insights and some more insights from you and your team at Cinda, Danny. And for listeners, please, if you would like to reach out to me, you can reach out to me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Tell me what you'd like to hear about. And don't forget to tune in to us every Tuesday at 3 p.m. And if you can't tune in live, then don't worry because we are on every major podcast platform so you can find us all over the net. So you've been listening to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's Business. I'm Kimberly Lewis, and thank you so much for tuning in and tune in again next week.
0: Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.